0: From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community, this is Soulful Sundays, a weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, Director of St. Mark's. Welcome. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. My earliest memory with this situation is I'm six years old, and we had this dog, a basset hound named Rodney. I had known Rodney my whole life. Uh, He was the dog that was in the house when they brought me home from the hospital. And so in the first grade, I go off to school and I come home. And it's that moment many of you may have experienced where the parent, in this case my mother, says, Will you come into the living room? Will you sit down? I have to tell you something. And she let me know, me and my sister know, that Rodney had had to go ahead and be put to sleep; that he had to go on to his greater reward; that he had died. As a little boy, uh, it's all time all sorts of confusion. But you, you all know, many of you, I hope, have, have experienced both the uh, the love of of a, of a person who has to tell you difficult words, and many of you I know have experienced. I'm sure the the beginning of the what are you What are you saying? as it kind of moves through your mind, you're like, what do you mean? I have another memory, three years later, I'm nine, I had, uh, I had bought for $10 uh, a bicycle that had a banana seat and, uh, and uh, whatever these are called, I forgot what these are called, handlebars. Uh, what are these called? No, the big ones, the choppers, chopper handlebars, thank you. You're you're, the, you're in the same. You and I are from the same generation. Okay. <laughs> I thought you would be have that like that. Um, and and the back of it had this gigantic red tire, and it was an awesome, awesome bicycle for a nine-year-old to have. Uh, the problem with it is that to, it's a little bit top-heavy, and so when I was trying to do this thing where I could slam on the brakes and slide it. I did that but it slid farther than I was going to go and I, I landed on, on my left knee and kind of went along the, the, the pavement at the dentist's parking lot. I remember it fl- there in the corner just the asphalt kind of making its own mark into my knee and that disbelief of that injury that many of you may have experienced where you're like the bike's not working and in a split second you're like and I am bleeding. And I am and, and for nine-year-olds, this is a mild amputation, amputation is soon. And and I remember sort of this sort of like all the world and the tears and the sweat and the smell and everything and then the running, but the hurting and the running all the way home to my mom again and giving me this washcloth to kind of put in it. And I'm sitting there and I hear the words all of us when we were little never wanted to hear. Well, I, I think it might—you might need stitches. Stitches. That meant, oh, a knife of some—a large knife by a giant that would take off my leg and put it back on with stitches. I just remember the fear of stitches. In my adulthood, in our adulthood, you may have received this sort of phone call. Right? Hello, hello. Okay, what? She's gone. Or you may have received this conversation, come in, sit down, I'm leaving. And you may have had this moment of disorientation where the world kind of slows, and it's this weird fast slow that the world does. It's like things are moving very fast, your mind is trying to consider all of the possibilities, and it's moving very slow. Time does this weird thing in those moments as you begin to try and comprehend and understand what is being told to you. A woman or a man that you love very much has died. A person who you have been in a relationship with for a long time is now ending it. A son or a daughter has died. A doctor is telling you, It's not just a a cold. And the world changes in an instant. And you were changed in an instant. And that moment of anxiety just wells up. You might as well be a six-year-old little boy being told that his beloved dog has died. We are in the 4th Sunday of Advent. I read to you the story from Matthew of Jesus' birth of the uh, angel and Joseph and Mary and the promise of the prophet and the name Emmanuel God with us. For the th- past 3 Sundays we've been preparing for the coming of the Lord, for the preparing preparing for the birth of Jesus for for God with us, Emmanuel. For this thing that happens on uh, Christmas morning. But on this fourth Sunday, on the fourth Sunday of Advent here at St. Mark's, what we do is we uh, we tell the truth. It's not the most wonderful time of the year. This Sunday is closest to the winter solstice, which was yesterday. The longest night of the year. The images can, or just, they just fall out, right? Darkness is longer than day. And that's the feeling that many people have in the middle of grief or in some sort of process of grief, of loss of whatever kind a job, a loved one, a death, a marriage, a child. All of it is grief, all of it is loss. All of it gets dark. And the solstice is so helpful to us because we have an opportunity here. I recently learned that the word for keys in Greek does not mean that which is to lock, the word for keys in Greek means open. That's an it opens. And so in the solstice, it's not the dark that we concentrate on. It's the light. It's the truth. The season is kind of designed to make us kind of feel like we're less than. We're no good. Unwed mothery, pregnant, kind of need to be shuffled off. But there is a little flip there to our proclamation of Emmanuel, God with us. We hold that up because it says, Emmanuel, God with us, the hope for Israel. And we'll remember that the word Israel means struggles with God. So God with us, God struggles with us, not in opposition, but side by side. So as we move through this last Sunday of Advent where the coming of Christ is apparent and soon, we don't see the darkness. We don't see things as locked. We don't see things as lost. We see things as found. Because what we proclaim here and what we proclaim outside of here is that you're not alone. You never were. This church is with you. God is with you. Jesus is with you. People are with you. And that means we Rejoice. In a second, Cameron's going to come back with the band. They're going to play the uh, post-homily reflection. As they do that, I'm going to stand here. I have holy oil. You are welcome to come forward quietly here either to be anointed in silence or to ask me to pray for something specific as we remember that we are healed and made whole in the broken pieces of our lives. Amen. This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.